This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. The grace period is over for drivers who disobey the rules of the King Street Pilot Project. It means that from today on, if you're caught driving for more than a block on King between Bathurst and Jarvis, you'll get a $110 fine and two demerit points upon conviction. Today also marks the debut of the King Street Pilot Project as an election issue. Doug Ford, who is so far the only declared challenger to John Tory, is saying no to the King Street Project. He started a petition and says he will get rid of it if he is elected. Well, what do you think? Is that a good idea? Uh, Is it an election issue for you? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And Doug joins us now. Hi, Doug. How are you? I'm doing great, Libby. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, thanks so much for being on. So um, what have you observed about the pilot project, and why are you opposed to it? Well, I, I was down on, on King on, on Friday uh, going into some restaurants. They're, they're hurting tremendously. I just uh, left uh, uh, King and, and Church right now, and and it looks like it's Christmas Day. There's no cars at all on, on the road, but I, I came, came in along Richmond. Richmond is bumper to bumper, Adelaide, uh, Queen, uh, along with Wellington. It's, it's really all they're trying to do is reroute the, the traffic onto side side streets. And, and what uh, the analogy I use, Libby, it's like it's like a parent telling their their kid clean up your room. They grab all the pile of clothes and they throw it in the corner, and that that's what they're they're doing here. They're they're really hurting businesses. Number one. Every business I, I uh, went into today uh, is saying it's an absolute disaster. Met some people on the street that live on King Street, saying it's a disaster, and I just uh, I just don't understand the, the rationale behind this. It's uh, the one of the oldest streets in, in Canada, one of the busiest streets in Canada, and uh, all they're doing is giving them a, a Tory ticket, and that's uh, that's what's happening right now. It's a re- it's a real shame. Well. Um... How much, I mean, you know, people drive on King Street, but uh, at the best of times, it's, uh, you know, parking. If you want to park anywhere along King Street, it's extremely expensive. I mean, I would have thought that people, a lot of people going to shows and going to dinner and all of that uh, would not be in cars. Well, they, you, it's to the opposite. There's 20,000 cars that travel along King Street, not not to mention, Libby, that it's uh, costing the, the city and the taxpayers $1.9 million in lost revenue for uh, meter parking that they've taken out. It's also costing $1.5 million to the, the taxpayers just to put this in place. And, and 50% of it comes from the federal government, which is still taxpayers' money. And the other 50% they've uh, made it debt. So it's uh, not only hurting 
the businesses and residents that live on King Street, but it's it's hurting uh, everyone uh, on the on the tax base. It's just the the wrong decision, uh, and, uh, and another year uh, we'll put an end to that real quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only been in place for a week. People aren't used to it. Uh, you know, is it worth giving it a more of a chance? Well, we we can see just in the in the last week um, the problems it's created. They're they're cutting off taxi drivers, so taxis aren't even allowed to go on King Street anytime, to the exception of ten o'clock at night till five in the morning. So again, you're you're going after uh, the the average person trying to. Uh, Put food on their table, pay uh, pay their mortgage, and he's uh, targeting uh, small businesses and uh, the residents, and along with taxi drivers that uh, are finding it uh, tough enough to, to earn a living in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, you know, by the time the election is over and done with, I guess the results from the pilot project will already be in. Um, and um, they said that they're tracking, you know, uh, payments and it will come up with an honest estimation of how it affects business. Uh, do you disbelieve that? Well, I, I disbelieve it. Um, first, first of all, uh, they're doing it at the peak season of shopping and uh, peak season for restaurants, a holiday time. I, again, I, I don't know why they'd be doing it at uh, peak peak shopping uh, times. But again, uh, that, that's up to the, the mayor to uh, answer those questions. And I'm sure he'll have an opportunity to answer them over the next year. Uh-huh. And uh, um, what is your sense of the feeling on it out there? They're they're frustrated. I was there with a, a camera crew, and um, they're frustrated. People were being pulled over as we were speaking. Uh, they're getting a hundred and ten dollar fine. They're getting two demerit points. Uh, people are confused. Um, they, they didn't even realize at the time. Uh, coming from the suburbs, coming downtown, and uh, they they went further than a block, and and people were getting pulled over right, left, and center. I don't I don't blame the police whatsoever. I'm a huge supporter of the police. This is a direction from the mayor, and it's uh, the wrong direction. I, I believe transit for all. Uh, yeah. I don't believe in pegging the car against the tran- uh, transit riders versus the, the bicycle riders, and that's exactly what the mayor is doing. He's, he's creating a, a ban on the car. They're going to continue doing it along University. They'll do it, uh, continue doing it on, on uh, King Street. And what other streets are, are next? We know Woodbine and Bloor uh, aren't working with the bike lanes. And uh, he's trying to force people into a transit mode that they don't want to take. Do you say this shows uh, weak leadership? How so? It shows weak weak leadership because he's not willing to stand up for all the people. He's uh, He wants to listen to a special interest group. That's a small part of the city, a very small part of the city, uh, that's promoting uh, bike lanes all, all over on every single road. And uh, by no means am I against uh, bike lanes. Uh, we put $90 million into bike lanes under our administration more than any other administration. We just don't believe they should be on main arterial roads. They should be on secondary roads, uh, be it north or, or south of, of the, the main road. And uh, unfortunately, this is just a, a war on the car. And he's uh, doing everything he can. When I say he, John Tory's doing everything he can to make sure people don't bring their cars downtown. But all that's doing is... Uh, People are, are avoiding downtown. I just talked to a FedEx driver. Uh, he was furious. He said, I can't do my job. I spoke to a taxi driver. Can't do my job. 
So it's it's frustrating, to say the least, when you focus on a small percentage of the population. And I just want to remind people, 85% of the people drive cars. Okay, uh, Doug, hang on. Uh, let's take a couple of calls. Uh, people want to give their opinion on this. We've got uh, Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Not bad. I'm dead against that, and especially on King Street. What my suggestion would be is that King and Queen both be one-way streets, uh, just like Hamilton. You, you've got one-ways that work good. And when you think about it, Queen Street really runs into King Street at both ends. It would be ideal for loops, and you could, you know, like left-hand turns, right-hand turns wouldn't be a problem. If the streetcars were only going one way, and if, say, for example, I'm on a Queen, King Street car, and I've got a, a, a Queen Street address, well, I stay on it and go around the loop and get off on a Queen Street. I, I agree. Way, yeah. yeah. Now, what, what upsets me is this city is trying to get that big contract, which is uh, 50,000 jobs, and then, you know, like people from, you know, these large companies that may come here, take a look at it, and they see this gridlock. Like if you take Sherburne, Sherburne I was on it the other day. I hadn't been on it in years. I was on Sherburne and Girard Street with those bike lanes. They used to be, in rush hours, two lanes each way. Okay, there was no parking, so you had two lanes of traffic, light to turn green, and you could go. And you probably 18 cars would get through, nine on each side, each lane, like two lanes going this way and two lanes, 18 each way. Now you've only got one lane each way because you've got these bicycle lanes. And then so now if a car in oh. the front is turning right or left, they have screwed up the traffic. Unbelievable. Okay, Bob, uh, Bob, I'm going to let Doug respond to that. Thanks for your call. So, uh, Doug, do you think, it, is that your solution, or is that, you know, what possibility, or what do you well, think? That, that's definitely a possibility, and I've heard that over and over again. And uh, as you're, you're aware of, maybe I spend a lot of time in Chicago. There's one-way uh, streets. They get traffic moving. Spend time in New York, and and the same thing happens there, and Bob's uh, bang on. I, I wouldn't there. aspire to New York traffic, by the way. <laughs> no, I, know. I, I, I understand. I don't but think for, so. For the four, but for the four times the size, uh, New York is they they seem to get traffic moving uh, quicker. Well, than, you know what? Than Toronto to, does. Just just to be to be honest, Doug, uh, if you live or work in the center of Manhattan, nobody in their right mind drives a car there or takes a car yeah, there, maybe I, if you're going through, but it's that's basically, it's not an option in New well, York City. Me, I, I, I hear you loud and clear. Uh, that is an option here in, in Toronto. Uh, we should uh, take a look at it because then it frees up the traffic. It actually gets traffic moving. Right now, it's about the ban on the car. It's the war on the car. Uh, John Tory doesn't want cars downtown. It's very simple. He's going to do the same on university. He's going to put bike lanes from the top of Young Street all the way down to the lake. And it's just ca- causing uh, traffic congestion everywhere. And, and John Tory's theory on, on fixing traffic congestion is creating more traffic congestion until you force the car uh, out of the city. And, and that's not a solution in a, a city our size. We have to make sure transit works for, for the car, for the bicycle rider, and, and for the transit user. user. But uh, right now, that's that's not the case. He's uh, pitting uh, one group of people, that's 85% of the people drive cars, against uh, transit uh, people and, and bicycle riders. And I, I disagree with that theory. Okay, uh, let's hear from Jerry here in Toronto. Hi, Jerry. 
Good morning. I'd, uh, Good afternoon. Like to, I'd like to uh, echo Bob's uh, sentiment about the one-way streets. If you go to most major cities throughout the world, that's how they have uh, solved their traffic grids in their downtown areas. But I'd like to uh, take a look at London, England. Many years ago, they uh, had real issues with this as well. So when trying to take the uh, massive traffic out of their downtown core, especially in, in the business hours, and they were successful. But the reason they were successful is they made sure their, their transportation infrastructure could handle the increase in ridership. Okay, wait a minute. I've, I've got to jump in there. The reason they were successful is that they made it incredibly expensive to allow you to drive your car in the city of London. That's, That's how they... True. And sure, and they, I don't think they, I don't think that that uh, Doug would be in favor of that. I mean, th- these are extreme I'm not, measures. I'm not saying that, but they yeah. did increase their uh, infrastructure transportation yeah. substantially. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, we've got an issue with that for sure, Jerry. Thanks for your call. Well, Jerry, Jerry again is 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 bang on this. Libby, it's not about uh, putting the onus uh, on the car driver all the time. Uh, that's the, the majority of the people drive cars, and the cars aren't disappearing. But to punish people by giving them a Tory ticket constantly, um, that, that's not a way to uh, encourage businesses to open up or, or multinational companies to, to come to our city. They're, they look at the, the infrastructure, uh, transit infrastructure, and uh, how people get from point A to point B. And right now, we're just making it worse, and it's just creating a a war against uh, uh, different groups, and that, that's not a way to show leadership. Uh, Doug, l- let me uh, play devil's advocate for a minute, because mm-hmm. people are bringing up London and New York, and these are, uh, you know, I hate this old-fashioned term, world-class cities, but they are, and they are both cities where, again, uh, no one... No one sane has an expectation of just driving around in uh, the main part of the city in the in the downtown. So, is it possible that all of this is just a sign that that Toronto is kind of getting to that same level? No, I, I you know, Libby, I I, I think uh, there's still a tremendous opportunity. We're, we're probably 25 percent of of what New York population is, and uh, we haven't hit that density as of yet. Maybe in in 30 years, 40 years, we might might hit it, but we're we're talking today, right now. We have to get transit moving. And uh, again, if you if you take out lanes of traffic for one or two percent of the population, it doesn't work for the rest of the population. Uh, I I believe when it comes to the bike lanes, put them on secondary roads. Don't put them on Bloor Street or Young Street. Uh, and for the people out in Scarborough, you don't cancel the subway line and take out two stops and put a one-stop subway line uh, in Scarborough. That's that's the answer to fixing congestion. That's not my answer to fixing congestion. My answer is to uh, make sure we continue building subways for everyone in the city, not just for downtown core, but uh, people in the suburbs that make up the vast majority of the population. But what I'm finding, Libby, is when I was talking to residents on King Street that live here, they they don't want this on King Street. People are frustrated, so the residents don't want it, the businesses don't want it, taxi drivers and couriers don't want it. Um, A a small percentage of people may want it, a very small percentage, but the silent majority is not going to be silent any longer. 
Um, okay, um, let's uh, hear from Ruth. By the way, people, we are taking your calls on this subject of the King Street Pilot Project. Uh, I'm on the line with Doug Ford, who is against it. He's running for mayor, and he's saying uh, that if he gets elected, this project is uh, is toast. Uh, Ruth, what do you think? Ruth? Hello? Hello, Doug. Hi, Ruth. Libby, hello. Hi. Hi. I, I was going to say what Bob said a while back about the one-way streets like in Montreal and King Street being a one-way street. I know the people who live on King, uh, I think people should park their cars in parking lots and do little walking tours. They shouldn't drive five minutes, stop, run into a store, drive another five minutes. That makes it difficult for the streetcars for the TTC and for the police and for people who don't have cars. It's a pain in the neck. Why should they be so selfish? Why shouldn't there be streetcars on well, the big main street? Well, I, you know, there are blitzes to try to stop people from doing that. But you're right. You know, selfish people can really cause havoc, yeah. especially at rush hour. Yeah, parking, park their cars and walk. Mm-hmm. You know, people have to use the streetcars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing that I think our mayor has done, building new streetcars and all the work he's done to make it easy for people who work and who don't have cars. There's lots of us. I'm disabled Uh, right now. I'm a senior. I don't have a vehicle. I need, and all of us, all the children, all the teenagers, all the kids that have to get to school and to university, they don't have cars. And it seems that no one thinks of these people. There's this strike with the government having a union where they can strike uh, professors where the kids already paid their money. And they not only can't get because of TTC, they often can't get around. And they don't have cars. They can't afford cars. I think the poorer people of Toronto who work and who really run this city aren't thought of at all. It's the people who live outside with the big homes, $2 million homes and big cars, it's all about them. Okay, Ruth, let's let uh, Doug respond to that. Doug? Well, Ruth, no no one's uh, against transit. I'm, I'm all in favor of proper transit, but uh, Mr. Tory hasn't given us uh, better transit. He's given us worse transit by cutting out the Scarborough uh, subway, by creating more bike lanes. It's, it's transit for all. And I, I don't disagree with Ruth about parking your car, getting out to walk. Uh, we have to get uh, multi-layer parking lots. You see a lot of uh, one-level parking lots, uh, Libby in the in the city and, and, and people that drive their car, uh, they they can't find parking all the time. And when they do find it, uh, it's it's very expensive. So let's start getting affordable uh, parking under the parking authority. Uh, the parking authority owns a tremendous amount of parking lots uh, right across the cities, but specifically downtown. And we we have to make it fair to everyone. And and Ruth, not everyone um, can can take transit. I'll give an example. The people out in, uh, by the zoo in Scarborough, they're out in God's country. By the time they, they get on a bus and then uh, go on a streetcar and hop on a subway, it's two hours to get downtown. Let's make it convenient for, for everyone. We keep forgetting that people of Scarborough only have two subway stops for 630,000 people. That's 26% of our population is without transit. So he's actually hurting transit. He's not helping people get from point A the point B, uh, we're gonna we have to be uh, fair to everyone, be it the the person in a car or the person on a bike and the person who wants to ride transit. And uh, right now, he's not being fair. You just look on King Street; it looks like Christmas Day. No one's on 
no one's on King Street at all. They're they're terrified to even go down King Street because they're going to get a ticket. Uh, Doug, um, we I know we have to let you go. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with? Um, I'm just I'm out there to, to fight for the the average household, the the little guy that uh, that uh, is affecting their jobs right now. They're they're actually laying people off and in restaurants because the traffic's not there and it's going to get worse over the holiday season but uh, over the next uh, year we'll have an opportunity to to debate this and and in a year people decide if they want transit to move in the city or the transit to come to a, a screeching halt that we're seeing uh, throughout this whole whole city Okay, Doug Ford, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Libby. It's a real pleasure. Okay, um, and we are going to keep taking your calls on this. Uh, so here, Mel in Toronto, you're on the air. Go ahead. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Mel. I would like to uh, emphasize this, that this pilot project is not going to work. It happened at Carlton and, and College when they take off all those parking and the merchants were up on, you know, they were angry. Yep. And this is not going to work because it's so hard for every. I drive a taxi every day, and this this drives me crazy. So um, you don't like it then? Oh, I, no, I don't like it. Uh, it's not going to work. It's designed to, to fail 100%. Well, um, I, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, by the way, people, when you're on the air, you have to turn down your radio. Mel, I thanks. Did. I did. I did already. Okay, thanks for your call, Mel. Let's oh. go to Jack in Mississauga. Hi, Jack. Uh, hi, Libby. Good afternoon. Uh, as a former cab driver, I, I just I have to put my two cents in. Uh, left-hand turns are a nightmare. Uh, I'm not against the project. I'm not exactly for it, but all I can say is... Uh, Left-hand turns on King Street between Jarvis and Bassers is a, is a total nightmare for everybody. Now, if they do away with left-hand turns, allow all the traffic to go through completely and strictly right-hand turns, I think everybody would be happier. And that's all I have to say, basically. Okay. Thanks for your thoughts. Let's go to Doug in Walkerton. Hi, Doug. Hello, Levy. I think John Tory's doing a great job. Okay. And I think he's brought some sanity back to City Hall after the Ford Circus. But I, I wonder, every time that guy phones you, you put him on, you might as well give him his own talk show. He's the same <laughs> repetitive old crap. And he's negative. He says, I talked to a lot of people. I bet he talked to five or four. He, always, he sounds like Trump. A lot of people are telling me this. People are telling me that. He makes up stuff. He said they're laying off people at the restaurants. He hasn't got a clue. Well, um, we can try to check that out. Uh, we give opportunities to everyone, to the mayor comes on the show and city councillors uh, come on the show. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, honestly, uh, there's, there is a committee meeting on now. So um, actually, we were supposed to speak to the other view, and uh, they didn't show up. Uh, so uh, Doug Ford is running for office, and it's important to hear what he has to say so people can make up their minds and uh, for or against. Uh, oh, yeah, but, he'll be there every chance you give him. He just, he's got, he can't get enough microphone time. Okay, well, <laughs> that goes for a lot of politicians. Thanks for your call. He gives me 
a pain in the pancreas. Okay. Oh, dear. Okay. Check that out. Thanks, Doug. Okay. Let's go to Jerry in Scarborough, and you are for the pilot project. Jerry? Hello? Hello. Hello? Go ahead. Yeah. I just want to point out something that with all the uh, little parking lots that they got down, downtown that congest up, fill up very fast, what did they do like what Gold Transit did up on Young Street? They put up a building there with about four or five levels of parking. Now, they took some of the open lots down there and did the same thing, put, you know, put underground parking as well as above ground, you know, six, seven, eight layer tiers of it. It would take up 700 cars and take them off the streets. Okay. And it would and it would relieve a lot of the congestion. Well, I, I don't know uh, how feasible it is to start putting lots like that that are not there already on King Street. Well, anything that they put up new, they should consider the fact that like some of the buildings already there have underground parking downtown. They have uh, several levels under underground where their employees park. I remember that when uh, Eaton's uh, was, was downtown, their trucks would go in a little garage, disappear, because they go down below the, the ground, and then they they go they drive under underneath and to where they got to load and, and unload and come back up the elevator. Okay, Jerry, thanks for that. Let's go to Stephen in Parkdale. Hello. Okay, Libby. First of all, I want to question uh, Doug Ford's. Eighty-five percent of people drive cars in the city. I don't think so. Second of all, uh, taking two hours to come from Scarborough on a transit. How many hours is it taking to drive with the traffic uh, from Scarborough? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's in the hours. I would suspect. I'm not even going to say because it's been a while since I drove to or from Scarborough. Right. But I, I don't think it would be. Uh, it certainly, and it depends what part of Scarborough. And so I'm not going to say anything in case day. I might be wrong. So you're in favor of the pilot project? Not in favor, not against. You got to clean up. Queen, you know, got to stop all the. <laughs> Queen Street's always a mess, so uh, they're always doing construction on it. So I don't, I, I'm not a driver, so I, I can't really take a aim at this one way or the other without them fixing up Queen Street to where, where are the drivers supposed to be going. I, so it's, it's a hard one. I'm not sure. Okay, well, um, you know, the, what what the city says is that, that that's why it's a pilot project, uh, and People are going to see how it works and evaluate it after that. That's the rationale. Right. Uh, but not everyone accepts that. Stephen, thanks for your call. You're welcome. Have a good one. Okay. Let's go to Don in Toronto. Hi, Don. Hi. How are you, Libby? Fine. You're on the air? Yeah. The King Street Project, uh, I think it's just a money grab. How so a money grab? Well, the $110 ticket and two demerit points. Like who gets that money? Well, it uh, city, who, right? Um, I'm actually not sure about when when there is an offense. Who gets the money? Well, uh, it might be the province. I'm not sure. I have to check that. City gets parking money and parking ticket money. Yes, but uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, once when when you're into the when you're into fines uh, and demerit points, the insurance company will jack up your rates. Yeah, I realize that, but I just I just think it's a money grab because every every second or third day, all I hear the mayor talk about is we need money. He wants to go to Queens Park. We need money, money. 
You know, they, they waste so much money, they wouldn't need money if they didn't waste. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that Bloor Street, what did it cost, over a million dollars to mm-hmm. paint those lines? Mm-hmm. How many painters could you hire to do two blocks on each side of the street? Well, it, it, there was more to it than that, but... Um... Uh, I don't know if it's a money grab, but uh, it's um, something they have to test out, and that is certainly going to talk uh, to cost money. Thanks so much for your call. Let's go to Charles in Gormley. Hello. Yes, hello, Libby. How are you? Fine. You're on the air. Okay. Two things. I am dead against the King Street thing, and I don't live down there, and I very seldom go down to the city. But when I had my transport business, I used to have to go downtown, and I used to get tickets all the time because I used to deliver to Japan camera for Konica, mm-hmm. Canada. And uh, I worked at General Motors for years, and I had people tell me that fell in Germany, take the cars that are turned around and are, have the... The even license plate, they go down on even days, and odd days are for the odd cars. And there, there you cut a lot of cars. And another thing was when the deliveries, they have a hub to pick up your stuff. But the thing is, the hub, you still have to have people that own their stores and everything else to pick up their products, so they have to have their vehicles. But the only thing is, like the fellow just said, it, it is a money grab. John Tory's been grabbing money ever since he's been in there, and, uh, and I don't believe that. I think when, uh, you know, it's, it's something that uh, you have to look at. You look at other places, and I've been in other countries, and, uh, and I've seen it. Okay. One way, one way streets is the only only way to go. And what are you doing? You're you're making King Street a one way one way for uh, for the TDC. Okay, Charles, thanks for that. Right. Bye bye. Okay, we have to wrap things up. Uh, this is obviously a very controversial a very controversial subject. It's going to be coming up again and again. And uh, soon enough, uh, Free For All Friday is coming up, uh, so we can pick up the conversation then, if not before. Right now, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about that college strike that's wrapping up today. Um, the kids, a lot of the the students, excuse me, are stressed out about having to do five weeks worth of work in a couple of weeks. Also, the province has announced that they can apply for up to 500 bucks compensation. Is that enough? Uh, we will explore all of that, including the question of whether there's going to be political fallout at the provincial level because of that strike. We'll be taking your calls on it. The numbers again, 416-360-0740 and toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.